All right, welcome to our first podcast for the Kitman. Um, my name's Rohan. I'm Josh Matthews. I'm Delight. I'm Owen. Yeah, okay, that's... All right, and <laughs> diving right in, a review of the transfer window. Arsenal picked up Gabriel, Thomas Party. We got Ceballos back on loan. Aston Villa picked up Ollie Watkins, Matty Cash, Emiliano Martinez. Brighton got Adam Lallana on a free. Chelsea, big transfer window for them. Werner, Ziyech, Havertz, Chilwell, Mendy, and Thiago Silva. Crystal Palace bringing up Ezzy from uh, the championship. Everton have picked up James Rodriguez. Leeds got Helder Costa and Jack Harrison back on loan from City. Leicester have picked up midfielder Castagna. Liverpool, Diago Jata, Thiago. City always making a splash in the transfer window. Ferran Torres, Nathan Ake, Ruben Diaz. <laughs> United getting Alex Tellez, Cavani, Donny Van de Beek, Newcastle picking up Callum Wilson, Tottenham picked up Matt Doherty, uh, Gareth Bale and Sergio Regulon, Wolves picked up Nelson Semedo. So we each ranked our top 10 transfers. Uh, going first, I have James Rodriguez, Thomas Party, Thiago, Hakim Ziyech, Ollie Watkins, Gareth Bale, Matt Doherty, Sergio Regulon, uh, Nelson Semedo, and Rodrigo. All right, for me, I had Hamas first, had Thomas Party second, Thiago, and then Mendy from Chelsea, Gabriel, Regulon, Bale, Emmy Martinez, Warner, and Semedo for my top 10. For uh, my top 10, I had Hamas, Thomas Party, Hakim Ziyech, Ollie Watkins, Alex Tellez, Thiago, Doherty, Havertz, Semedo, and Gareth Bale. Uh, my 10, I got Hamas. Party, Chilwell, Yago, uh, Colm Wilson, Ziek, Mendy, Bale, Hota, and Doherty. Alright, so who would be y'all's biggest impact? Who, who's made the biggest impact in the Prem so far off the transfer window? Hummus. He's yeah. obviously hot. Hummus? Yeah, I feel like we're overrating him. Uh, no. Or not overrating him, but like, like Purple Patch. Purple Patch? Y'all know what I'm talking about with the Purple Patch. I mean, I... I think he's just, like, on fire. I, I want to see what happens to Everton when he has, like, a couple bad games in a row. Will they fall back down? They obviously play Liverpool next. Yeah. So that'll be a challenge for him. Well, I mean, if Liverpool's yeah. still <laughs> at the moment, their defense has been yeah. atrocious. I mean, they've let four pass. Leeds put four past them. Aston Villa put seven past them. Ollie Watkins, though, coming in straight from the championship. Hat trick. Hat trick. All right, and then we also uh, ranked our top six after the transfer window, and the three teams we think will return to the or will go back down to the championship. So in first, I have Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Arsenal. And then for sixth place, I kind of went with Everton, but they beat Wolves on goal difference. So I don't have Manchester United in the top six this season. And then I have Burnley going down, West Brom, and Fulham. Burnley haven't really made any new signings. Sean Dyche is pretty unhappy with the with the board. Um, West Brom, they just don't have the defenders to stay in the Prem. And Fulham, I mean, also don't have a very good defense. All right, so for my top six, I'm kind of getting a, uh, a long shot. You got Man City up first, and then Manchester United. You know, that's my team. It's got to be second. Liverpool in third, Chelsea fourth, Spurs fifth. And uh, Everton sixth. That's a bold list. That's a bold list. <laughs> That's a bold list. Yeah, I gotta. And then uh, for my three going down is uh, Burnley, Fulham, and uh, Sheffield. 
So how come you think Arsenal aren't finishing in the top six? I think they're inconsistent. You think they're inconsistent? Yeah. That's your point. That's fair. Do you want to respond? Dillette's an Arsenal fan. That's fair. I mean, they have been inconsistent. Okay. But they've been consistent for the past for the past year. They haven't been consistently getting a win, a draw, loss. That's consistency. (laughs) (laughs) We're beating the teams we're supposed to beat now. When was the last time Arsenal got upset? It has, it's been a while since they've got upset. Okay, been, that, that's, a fair, that's a fair point. The old Arsenal, I will admit, they sucked against bad teams. I don't know why. But they, <laughs> they're, they're very consistent. That seems to be rubbing off. That's fair. Not going to though. You guys are consistently inconsistent. Ooh. All right, Owen, what were your top six, bottom three? Uh, top okay. six, I got uh, Tottenham first, Houston first, uh, City in second, Liverpool in third. Everton coming forward, Chelsea in fifth, and then both Aston Villa in sixth. Uh, bottom three, I got Fulham, Sheffield, and Burton. So, your list is one of the wildest I've seen. Um, I go home, man. Villa is undefeated in the Premier League, but you have them finishing yeah. sixth place. I think, I think they're going to keep it up for a little bit. And, and I got a little bit, I, I, have, I just have hope in them, because I got a little bit riding on it with a bet with my friend. Uh, he's got to get a. Uh, she's got to get Jack Grealish's face tattooed on his ass if they finish first. I don't see them finishing first, so I put him in sixth just because I want them to finish high. But uh, you you know they were in a relegation dogfight last season that came down to essentially the last day. Now they're undefeated. Now they're top two right now. <laughs> well, we are four games in. City sits in fourteenth place. It's a new season. You know, he's getting that point. It's fair. That's true. I don't want to hear about last season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so so far, all three of us essentially have the same. We've yet to get to the last. Oh yeah, list, I have. A, I have the same relegation. Burnley, the same Cole, relegation Sheffield. list. But my top six. Now that I look at it, my exclusion of Spurs is this is a questionable one. But I have Liverpool first, Arsenal second, Manchester City third, Chelsea fourth, United fifth, or Everton fifth, and United sixth. I only put United in there just because they, they somehow snuck third last year. I don't know where it came from. But <laughs> That's what we they do. just came out of nowhere. So I, yeah, I feel like they'll sneak into top we six. Steal points. Even though I feel like they shouldn't. Tottenham definitely should be top four, in my opinion, more so than Chelsea and Arsenal right now. I don't think they have the defense to keep the, the form, though. Tottenham? Yeah. I mean, they've yet to reach their full potential. Gareth Bale returning soon. After this international break. Yeah. I mean, they put... Isn't it seven past United as well? Yeah. And that was without Gareth Bale. I mean, they... Just Kane and Song. You have to look at the defense they played against. Their, their defense is... Uh, Manchester United's defense is... Eric Bailly. Is pretty shaky. Oh, yeah. As long as Eric Bailly's fit, y'all have a fighting chance. But that's so, like four out of the 38 games in the I, season. <laughs> but Everton, how long do you guys think they'll keep it up? Because we, we saw the same thing... With um, with Man U a couple years ago when Ole first became manager, they went on a crazy winning like, streak. They like eight yeah, nine game winning streak. streak, eight nine games, and then they kind of fell off towards the end of the season. Do you think the same thing happens with Everton? Um, I think they got like three more, three more, three more wins, and then they'll get seven. Then they'll lose, and then it'll just be like a consistent. They'll like win a few, lose one, win a few. I think they'll they'll, they'll be pretty consistently up there. Not gonna fall off hard. Yeah, I think they can keep it up. 
You think they as, can keep as it long up? as they stay fit, they can definitely keep it up. I think. No, because I think United's purple patch last season ended because like it was like they had their hot streak with the new signings, and then like it's almost like Ole kind of like it, you could start to tell that he was just not a good manager. But I mean Everton, they have Carlo Ancelotti. So it's like, I feel like that management will help them with. And Calvert-Lewin's on fire as well. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like, how long can he keep that up as well? Because we saw the same thing last year with Timo Puki, who came up with Norwich. He went on a crazy goal-scoring run in the beginning of the Prem, fell off again. I mean, I want to see what happens when they kind of face a sturdier defensive team. So Liverpool will be a good challenge for them. With Calvert-Lewin, though, I think it's different to Puki because he was in the Prem last season the season before that that's, that's true and it seems more like it doesn't seem like he's on a hot streak right now it seems more like he's come back like a different player do you think that's just because I think I think it's like, like tra- or, yeah Hamas helps but I think he just like like put in the hours and like he's back as like more dangerous striker agree alright so then we're going to go into our Question round. So I'm gonna ask Josh the first problem, or the first question rather. <coughs> what is the biggest problem currently facing Manchester United? Um, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> I have two big problems, two big issues that I think that needs to be dealt with immediately. And the first one is definitely leadership. You know, uh, Harry Maguire's captain, and um, I look, you know, I look at the, the lineup, and I think the only person who could actually, you know, be a you know, be a leader on the team is David De Gea because he's been on the team so long and he's a goalkeeper. And I think, I just think there needs somebody like a few of them needs to just step up and lead the team to, you know, be more organized. And the then, thing with De Gea is he hasn't had a very good past two seasons. He's been inconsistent, let in a lot of goals he should have should have saved. So how does he step up? Yeah, are, you, are you saying Harry, are you saying Harry Maguire has? Okay, not yeah, not that Harry Maguire. No, 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 not yeah. that Harry Maguire. Not that he deserves like, the captaincy, but like, give, if you were to give it to De Gea right now, it's dangerous because it seems like he's out the door. They they have true. Dean Henderson now, right? They do have. He Dean seems Henderson like he's just waiting to come in. Yeah, yeah, true. But then we just like you know, the whole backline revamp. Yeah, yeah. Back it, it just needs to be complete. Yeah, it's completely disorganized. Well, I mean, Alex Tellez, big signing, haven't seen oh, him play. Yeah, that's that. true. Mm. At left back, uh, they they've been chasing left back for a couple seasons. They've been. Relying on Luke Shaw and youngster Brandon Williams. Oh, Brandon Williams is so dead. He's <laughs> <laughs> so dead. I'm sorry, bro. He's the most boring player I've seen, Rick. Thoughts? Because I, I know Josh likes... I mean, I don't mind him. He's, he's young, you know. He's, he's from yeah, he does, he's yeah he does have time to... to he, scored, he scored, you know, a few goals last yeah. year. So, I mean, he's I solid, though. He's solid, but, I mean... He's just so. Bad. I don't think he. I don't. I don't think he's you know a standout player. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like he's, he's like a cookie cutter left back that you yeah. want there just to be in the team. Yeah. I mean, Alex Tellez also has a cannon for a left foot. Yeah, Alex Tellez is like the <laughs> dynamic left back that that we need. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of protects that left side as well. You know, you don't always have to rely upon that left center back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. For sure. And so my my other problem that I was wanting to adjust, or uh, you know bring up was a. Uh, it's a culture problem a lot. You know, for the past few years, I think, you know, United's been living in the past. And it's a lot of arrogance that, you know, um, and, you know, it's, you know, they, a lot of people blame Ollie, but I think, you know, it's not just Ollie, it's the, it's the club itself. You know, there needs to be a complete, you know, rundown. You know, everybody's, I don't think they get those little touches in, you know, the, to really, like, you know, 
talking about like the like fifty fifty balls. They're yeah, not, they don't. They don't. Like, they mean. don't go all in. Yeah. They don't work. They're, they're not. They're not. Fight, they they're not fighting for the badge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're just they they're getting their paycheck and they're just kind of taking yeah. it. It's a job. They're not enjoying it. So what about Pogba and Fernandez? Fernandez said he's unhappy with Manchester United currently. Oh yeah, you see the thing about. He was getting mad at everyone. He, 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 he was in the locker room. He had a disagreement in the locker room. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah, where he was like, we're freaking Manchester United. What are you <laughs> yeah. doing? So, so do you think it's partly upon Fernandez and Pogba to also maybe step up in that leadership role you were talking about? Pogba, you know, everyone has high hopes for him. You either hate him or love him. For sure. Uh, you know, I guess, you know, the thing the same with David De Gea is that he looks like he's got one foot out the door. You know, he's... You know, he's been there for a couple of years, and, you know, I think he's, you know, developed a lot as a player. He's a fantastic player. I mean, you've seen that in the Definitely. World Cup when he plays for France and everything. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I don't think he'll be there long. And for he should have stepped up as a, as a leader a long time ago. Long so time I think, I think yeah, he's kind of missed his opportunity. So I think it's Fernandez's time, and you know, he might be the one to step up. And, his you know, at least he's got some fire about That's him true. with that fight. So... I mean that's the thing you, you can't you can't blame him for not having any passion. Pogba? I mean, so, no 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 Fernandez. Oh, I mean yeah. Pogba is criticized for not playing with passion really, and yeah. Fernandez. I think that disagreement in the locker room shows that he cares. He yeah, cares. Definitely. And I don't I think, think Pogba cares anymore after getting slated for yeah, yeah two years <laughs> yeah. even while injured. <laughs> <laughs> but then you guys also signed Donny Van de Beek. Um, you know, just scrapping the Ajax youngsters out from the. Your <laughs> demise. <laughs> I mean, he's a big signing, but but he's essentially another holding midfielder. You guys have Scott McTominay, Nemanja Matic, and pa- Pogba can be a holding midfielder as well. Do, do you think you've over? I think I think I think the money should have been spent elsewhere. You know, it's not. You know, it never hurts to have a deep like have depth, but I think that money could have been well spent. You know, in our back line on center back for sure. I, I, we definitely need a center back. Okay, and then my question for Owen. So it's an it's another Everton question. Can Everton finish in that top six, or when they lose, are they gonna fall hard? Because they could just be feeling themselves right now, kind of in a good in a good uh, run of games. What do you think will happen? I mean, if they face a team like Leeds that are constantly just attack, 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 their defense isn't their strongest suit. I mean, really, back there they kind of just have Yerry Mina. And their left back, Dinier. Yeah, we, we, we covered this a little bit earlier, uh, just earlier when we were talking about it on list. Uh, but I, I definitely think that they're going to keep going, they're going to go strong for a few more games, and then they'll lose, and it'll kind of be like a reality moment, and then it'll all kick in. And they'll make, they might lose a couple then, but they're not going to fall, I don't think. I definitely think they can finish top six or even like possibly even top three. Um, but I, I don't think that they're going to fall off as hard as they did. Previous years, honestly, I could see that. Yeah, yeah I could I mean, see them push for a top six, even top four. I mean, I I think Europa League definitely doable for Everton. I mean, you look at the best of the rest, and I mean, it's just kind of Wolves. Yeah, maybe not Leeds this season. I mean, I really like Leeds as a team. We'll see though. The Bielsa ball is incredible to watch end to end. But my question for Dillette, as an Arsenal fan, huge signing Thomas Party. What can we expect from him? Dude, I've been dreaming of this signing for like three years. <laughs> just, just, just someone competent in midfield. Dude, but I don't want to you know, jump the gun here. Okay. I'm going to put up some Vieira comparisons. J- just in the way that like he's like 
he's going to really be the engine in the midfield. You and think so? We don't have an engine in the midfield. So, so do you think he's enough? Because he's going to play alongside most likely Xhaka and Sabah. Yeah, he's going to be playing. Yeah. I still think we're lacking a creative midfielder, but he's like the perfect cover to like our back line that's still not at like its best. Do you, do you think it's a good time to bring in Ozil then? I think Xhaka, Partey, and Ozil is an insane midfield. That would have been perfect like three years ago. But, but yeah, I, yeah I don't, <laughs> it, we'll see. We'll see how Meza Ozil, if he even gets into the team. If he does, I think he'll be sick, especially paired up with Partey. Uh, so, what are your hopes for him against City? Because I'm a City fan, so... Oh, for this upcoming game. I mean, I, I, I predict he's going to get subbed on probably around halftime. I honestly don't even know if he's going to be on the field. Because like, he hasn't trained with Arsenal yet. That's true, too. He's on international duty yeah. for Ghana. We'll see, though. I think... I don't even think he'll play, honestly. I don't think he'll be on the team sheet. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah. I don't, so, I don't see him being on so, do you see sheet. City winning pretty comfortably? I mean, their midfield, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, probably Rodri and Bernardo Silva, uh, back from injury, or and they still have Gundogan back from injury as well. I could, I could see City winning definitely, but hmm, I think it'll be close. I don't think it, I, I can't put my finger on each team winning decisively, really. Okay, that's fair. Josh has some questions for us as well. All right, so I got a starting with Rohan. All right, is that a do you think that your back line has enough depth to last through this season, this year? Because that's been your, you know, you know, that was your problem last year. Yeah, so, I mean, we bought Nathan Ake from center back. We bought uh, Ruben Diaz for center back. Um, I predict Nathan Ake playing left back. I mean, he, he, he hasn't really played Pep Guardiola possession football. Because as, as a center back, you're going to be cut open if you play for Manchester City. So yeah. he was more of a no-nonsense, park-the-bus defender with Bournemouth who went down last season. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, Mendy, every time he steps on the field, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's basically a guaranteed error. Like, like I'm concerned for him, like, as a player. Like, if, if we sell him, we're lucky to get $20 million. <laughs> And, I'm, I mean, that's not a knock against Dude, him. you know Rohan said he values him at 25 He thinks I, he'll I, go for $25 I million. think he'll go for 25 but like I said, fifteen with, maybe with luck. With luck. How with long? Luck. Wait, what's his contract at? Because I, I feel no like idea. if it's short, he'll leave on a free. He has to. Oh yeah. There's no way to extend his contract. <laughs> he might leave on a free. I mean, he just hasn't really found his role. Uh, kept him kept him around through some injuries. Um, I mean, he's a brilliant crosser of the ball, but just defensively, I mean, a couple times against Leeds, he made big errors. He essentially touched it down for. Um, for for Luke Ailing to come in and cut in, Ederson made an excellent save. But I mean, if Ederson's not making that save, that's two one leads, and we yeah. lost the game. Not even got a point from that. He's way too shaky, way too shaky at the back. So so I I predict Nathan Ake playing left back. He he's played that position before, but I'm not confident in his ability yet. I mean, City left back is more like left mid. It, it is yeah, a left so mid, really. We'll see how he ha- handles that. And then I predict Laporte, Diaz, Walker. And then to back up Walker, we have Yao Cancelo, who, who, who did play a little bit of left back last season as well. So then I, I think we have a, that spare center back. We also have Eric Garcia, uh, the youngster. I mean, is he still there? He is still there. He, I, I think he's rumored. Oh. He, he, he has I let it be known he wants to go to Barca. Yeah. He is Spanish, so <laughs> it, it's hard to keep Spanish players away from La Liga and the two Titans in there. But we'll see. I mean, I think 
we've spent more than enough money to have enough depth. I mean, we still have Zinchenko left back as well, so True. we have the depth. It's can they play the soccer that Pep wants? And Pep's kind of I, I I feel maybe it's come to a natural end. He he's kind of yeah. drained the teams. Play teams aren't as afraid of City as they were. So, he I broke mean, his record, you know, got those points, got those, oh, two, yeah. those two titles, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's probably done all that he wants to do, and he's probably looking for a, a new challenge to conquer. And I mean, the last two times in the Champions League has been pr- pretty rough for him. Uh, the game against Tottenham, coming down to the very last second, game against, um, who, who was it this Leon. season? Leon. Oh. Sterling misses the tapping, <laughs> we go down the other end and get scored on. So, I mean, I'm sure he's feeling very frustrated as well. That was one of my favorite goals last season. All right. <laughs> All right, then Paulette. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> what do you think the, uh, the deciding factor was in Arsenal's underwhelming season last year? And do you think they've corrected it? You think Dude, they're... there was so much. I think they actually have corrected it pretty well. You think so? Because it was like, last season our back line was... Mustafi and Socrates, and now it's like David Luiz, David Luiz and Saliba, which is is definitely an upgrade. Still need to get David Luiz out the door, and for sure. And I mean, Emery was coaching last season. It feels so long that, ago, that but feels yeah, so it feels long, long ago. ago. That's what that caretaker yeah. manager, I forgot yeah. all of. Emery was there for like the first couple months of last season, and then Youngberg took over, and now we have Arteta. So I think they've actually addressed the the like holes pretty well, other than I guess like a couple more signings that we need. I mean, Gabriel's good in the air and everything. Oh, but, yeah, he's definitely solid. But, I mean, we haven't really seen him perform against Big top team. strikers. Yeah. I mean, he was left out of the team against, against Liverpool. Liverpool. I, w- I wanted to see how he handled the center forward like Robert or yeah. Roberto Firmino. Definitely. Dude, but, like, he's been man of the match like every Prem game that he's played. Well, he played against Fulham. Yeah, they haven't been great teams, but, I mean, <laughs> he's, been, he's been man of the match. <laughs> It's st- it's still an accomplishment to get man of the match. Okay, whatever. <laughs> His three man of the match performances in three games. That's all I have to say. Okay. All right. It's hard to do in the Premier League. That's fair. That's fair. But I mean, the the That's question is, how will he handle? Yeah, how will he handle Vardy, the best? The best. Sergio Aguero. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I mean, you, even Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Stop disrespecting Marcio. Just a little banter. He's, I leave yeah. him alone. I he's solid, alone. honestly. I think he's, you know, he's a little overrated, as a, a lot of our players are. You think he's overrated? You think he's overrated? I think he should go to Real Madrid. <laughs> you, you want every player to go to Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want Real Madrid to be good again, dude. <laughs> I mean, they won the Spanish League. Yeah, but that, they won triple back-to-back Champions League, dude. I want that back. It's <laughs> hard to. Re- they still haven't found a replacement to Ronaldo. There's not going to be a replacement for Ronaldo. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's possible. And then Barcelona have Ansu Fati. Ronaldo's son. Yeah. That's the closest replacement. All right. So Owen. Yes, sir. So <laughs> it's another Everton question. So Calvert Lewin is doing exceptionally well right now, scoring six of their twelve goals. All right. Do you think Everton will be able to manufacture goals if he hits a drought or gets injured? Because, you know, that does tend to happen with, you know, forwards. They, they do happen to do that. Um, yeah, no, I still think that they'll be able to manufacture goals, maybe not at the same rate that they are now. Um, but with James Rodriguez up there, which being a very impactful player, I think that uh, even if 
Calvert Lewin gets a little bit injured, or if he starts to slow down, I still think they can produce them. Uh, maybe not at the same rate, but still consistently. Definitely. And then Hannes Rodriguez also has three goals, right? He has so three goals. So that's, that's, that's a fourth, yeah. So that's nine goals coming from. Yeah. I mean, we can't uh, forget Richarlison. I think he is. I can look it up real quick. I mean, Richarlison hasn't really he hasn't scored much this season as Calvert Lewin and Hannes Rodriguez have, but I mean, he, he still is an impactful player. No, for sure. So, so, Owen, what do you think about Pickford in goal? I mean, terrible run of form lately, but Gareth Southgate's sticking with him in the England national team. Yeah, I, uh, he's, I don't know, he's on my fantasy team, so I want to have, <laughs> <laughs> I got to have faith in him, um, so I'm not giving up yet, but if things don't end up getting better, he might be getting, might be making a trade with him. Um... <laughs> Notedly, I'm not doing hot in fantasy, so it might be time for a trade anyways. But, <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I think he'll turn it around. He just needs to build his confidence back up, uh, and then he'll get back into it all. I mean, I mean Owen, you're a goalkeeper, so how do you kind of handle you know, a bad run of form? Because, I mean, a goalkeeper is such an important position. You, know? you can be called into action once or twice a game, and you need to make a play. Yeah, it's, just, it's mostly just... Most of being a goalie is a mindset, uh, just being confident where. Um, so I, I think once he gets back into the national team swing and everything, starts playing with England again and gets back into that, then I think that will transform or will uh, carry over into his play with Everton. So I think once that confidence builds up, he gets another training and, and just like starts uh, getting back in the swing with them, it'll transfer over and he'll be back to where he once was. Alright, and I believe you have some questions as well. It's true. Uh, the let, not an Arsenal question. Um, <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this, uh, this is, it's a personal opinion right here. So, uh, which Aston Villa or Everton do you think will go the furthest with their undefeated streak? Uh, <laughs> and why? Ooh, I want to say Everton, but I'm going to check Aston Villa's schedule right now. Oh, they play. I think they're both going to lose this weekend, honestly. Aston, oh, yeah. Aston Villa played Leicester Ooh, next yeah. weekend. I think they're both losing, honestly. Out of, out of those two games, Everton, I think, has a better chance of beating Liverpool than Villa does against Leicester. Ooh, I don't know about Ooh, that. Is know. Jamie Vardy... Is he out? I don't know. Because he, he came off against City with something. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. I don't know. But, I don't know, maybe international break, he might have rehab. Did he play? I don't believe Oh, yeah, but yeah, but he hasn't done anything for two weeks, so he, yeah, he might be back. Yeah, probably. I definitely see Everton continuing that, though. I don't think Aston Villa stand a chance against Leicester. Hey, I'll be sad. All right, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'll make you Uh, what do you think? Um, that's a tough question. I mean... Who, who who did you say Everton play? Leicester. Leicester? And Leicester are in very good form. Uh, Everton doesn't ever play. Everton play. <laughs> Aston Villa's playing Leicester. Leicester obviously getting the 5-2 victory over City. I mean... Who, who did Villa play? I'm sorry. Leicester. Everton played Liverpool. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
I just don't think Aston Villa can handle Jamie Vardy. Tyrone Mings is a... They can't keep up. I mean, he's a solid center back, but... I mean, Vardy, like, if you watch him, he... It doesn't matter who he's playing. He presses. I mean, he can get two or three chances a game. Not even big chances, just half chances and convert them. Definitely. I mean... I don't know. He doesn't even have to have a good game. Because think about it, against, against City... He didn't really have he a good game. He didn't really have a good game. Man. But he scored goals, He got bro. a hat-trick off 12 touches. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. I mean, <laughs> that's terrifying. If you have a striker that can have a bad game and get a hat-trick. Jeez. I mean, not it's not that he had a bad game. He just no, but didn't like, get the No, ball. but like, aside from the goals, bad. it wasn't a great game. Yeah. Like, if he misses those... Those shots. It's not he a great just game. Find, he just finds yeah. ways to get in the but right positions yeah. to score. And, and to be fair, two of his goals were penalties yeah, they were pen, from Manchester City's. I mean, he did. He did. He earned. Defense. He earned one. Though. He did earn yeah. one. But I mean, he did have that back heel or the. Oh, that finish was that, that finish so over Ederson. Oh, that was. I mean, I I, I was yeah, watching yeah. that. I, I did not expect it. I thought he was going to try and turn and shoot off his left yeah, foot. Bro. No way, Villa beat them. Yeah, <laughs> no I, mean, I, I think they both lose. <laughs> I mean, they did just, they beat Liverpool. Uh, I agree with them. I mean, it's just, I can't see it. I mean, they're having a little joy right now, but. You think Everton will keep going? They might. I mean, it's, if. And Liverpool if, just if, had a stinker, too. If Liverpool stays yeah. with, you know, they're, yeah. they're you know, horrible defending. But then again, you know, I think Klopp will. That's yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I was he'll, about to say that. rip them. And Van Dyke as well. Van Dyke's going to. Be furious! They've let in eleven goals in. No, no, more than eleven. I think goals. that yeah, they might come they, out swinging. That I think they're coming out swinging. But I mean, if any team has a shot, for me, I think it's Villa. I mean, I I, I agree with him on Villa. I was. I mean, I mean, remember they have Matty Cash at right back, so that's, you know, salt solidified kind of that back line. They got Ollie Watkins. I mean, debut hat trick. So, we'll see. I, I'm thinking, I think Everton loses to Liverpool because Liverpool's going to come back. They're serious. I think it's going to be 3 2 Liverpool. Uh, and then Aston Villa's going to go. I think they're going to go three more and lose to Leeds on the 23rd. Okay. Damn. Three I mean, more no, wins? No, Leeds, Leeds is. Leeds are a very good side. I, really, I love how they play. I mean, they, they, were, they were a team. It's a hard team not to like. I mean, Leicester, constant pressure. Uh, they're playing Leicester next and then Leeds. But I think they're going to win one more and then lose to Leeds. Damn. You think they're going to beat Leicester? I think so. Jeez. We'll see. I'm calling that now. All right, next question from Owen. All right, all right. Uh. Chelsea. Okay. Yeah, don't get the city question. All right, all right. Uh, all right. So now that Mendy's in goal, replacing Kepa at Chelsea, uh, uh, do you think Kepa's got a chance anywhere else in, in the Premier League or even that like a high level of football again? Or do you think he's pretty much done? So he was the most expensive goalkeeper mm-hmm. ever. Ever. Not yeah. even in the Premier League. Just ever. ever. Ever in the history of football. And I believe his... Save ratio is 0.5, so every other shot he gets scored on. And I mean, his susceptibility coming out of the back as well. Mane 
Monty's a persistent presser, but I mean, there was no reason he should have given the ball away like that. And that's happened numerous times as well. I mean, outside the box, he's not very good. Um, yep. I mean, he, he's a big, tall guy, so he, he, he does pick up a good size of the goal. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I see him going, if he doesn't leave on a free, I don't, I don't know when his contract ends, but if he doesn't leave on a free, they're lucky to get 20. Dude, you know what his contract is? Is an eighty? No, 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 no. bottom for it. No, but hold on. Let me let me double check. I'm pretty sure it's like a seven year contract. Oh wow. So oh, they, no. so yeah, I don't think he's gonna leave on a free anytime soon. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. They signed him on a seven year contract. Wow. But that was 2018. But still, yeah. So the, the early, yeah, the earliest they're letting him go for on a freeze. They might, they surely loan him out to Spain to a Spanish team. Yeah, there's always I a think, place for I, Spanish I, players yeah, in I, Spain. I, I, I think he lo- he gets loaned out to a Spanish team. That's the most likely thing. I mean, which isn't a bad deal for him, you know. It's not bad. He gets to play in his home country. He's probably going to be more settled in. Not just panic. He's still going to suck. Yeah, I don't yeah. see him playing well. Yeah, you think he'll ever make a comeback? That's hard. I mean, we we had high hopes for Calvert Lewin when he first came in, didn't really live up to it. Now he's back. I mean, maybe the same thing happens with Kepa, but it's gonna be a fight to get his spot back because I think Chelsea fans are done with him. I think Lampard oh, is done with him. I think his time at Chelsea is hundred percent done. I, I I think it's over. I didn't watch him before coming to Chelsea though, so I don't really know. Like how good he was. He's not the first player to you know, just shuffle through at Chelsea, though. You know, you, yeah. got, you got Kevin De Bruyne and you got Mohamed Salah. That's true. Two of the best players in the Prem absolutely suffered at Chelsea. That's that's true. But I mean, but then again, he's a goalkeeper. You know, he's yeah. Bit, you know. He's not an outfield player. And then you know, the change of managers didn't do great for him. I mean, when they were on a good run, he still had a couple errors here and there. To be fair, though. Salah, De Bruyne, all those like they were there whenever they were young. Chelsea, yeah, they were, they were Kepa really came young. when Chelsea's and a he was, player. yeah, and he was like a marquee signing, and he sucks. He does suck. He's, I, I mean, he's. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see him. I don't see him in the prime. All right. I oh, my turn to ask some questions. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, my bad. Oh, Owen has one more. Yeah. All right. So uh, sticking with the Chelsea theme. Uh, so Timo Werner, uh, he's been a good, he's, he's been good for Chelsea, but he has been great, right? So how long do you think it will take for him to like finally become a scoring threat? Uh, and like a, he's a threat up top, but just not converting. Uh, so how long do you think it'll take for him to get there? And like, what will it take? I think he still needs a few more games, you know, to kind of get under his belt. You know, he's definitely. You know, I want to say the physicality you shouldn't be used to, but he is, you know, he was playing in Germany, which is the other physical, like, you know, other physical league. But I think he just needs to get used to playing against bigger and better defenders. I mean, I think there's more consistently good defenders in the Prem than in Bundesliga. So, you know, and his pace is a problem. I mean, he's he will be an issue. It's just got to, you know, he's just got to get his leg under him, you know, and, uh, Get, gets more confidence. That's that's for sure the thing. And you know, when Chelsea starts doing well, I think he'll be doing doing real well. To be yeah. fair, he he has drawn a couple penalties. I mean, no goals so far, but 
I mean, after his first game against Brighton, he 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 faced up against Lewis Dunk, one of the bigger center backs, and he was he he stated he was surprised by the physicality and size of Premier League defenders. I mean, yeah, I I think I think in the start Lampard was kind of playing him as a true out and out getting behind the back line striker, and now he's kind of reverted a little bit more to what he's used to on the left side. I mean, hopefully he links up better with Havertz. Havertz hasn't. Has zero prem goals. He had a hat trick, but it was against uh, I think a third tier English football team. Mm. Yeah, and, then, uh, and I think I think he also needs to you know be able to. He's also got to get his feet wet. You know, get used to you know because a, a nine and a ten are they're right together. You know, they yeah. need they need to be. And, and to be fair, we haven't seen Ziyech this season injured. Uh, we haven't seen Pulisic this season yeah, injured. True. Coming back, so I mean, once maybe. They get in there, um, sorry. Once they get in there, they can help them out. Get, get I, I I think it'll have a big impact. I mean, then there's a back line you have to worry about. Uh, Pulisic down the left, uh, Ziyech down the right, and that's a lot of pace to handle. Yeah. That's true. All right, awesome. Carla, your turn. All right. I'm sorry, you Josh. What do you think Manchester United's ideal transfer is? Not you Cavani can, for three sixty. Oh yeah, def, definitely <laughs> not Cavani. But who do you th- who do you think helps Manchester United the best right now? You can like, be realistic or unrealistic. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, let's get both. Let's get both. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, as of right now, I think the most realistic transfer that we've uh, we've needed, you know, was Alex Telles. I think I think we needed, you know, we have a, we have a strong academy, and I think you know most of the like the big team like the big clubs haven't signed a you know an older. An older outside back, you know. That's true. Alex Taylor is, you know, he's 28, 29. And, um, but I think he can be a, a mentor for a lot of the younger ones, and he's a solid outside back, you know. So, oh, I see what you mean. So he could, he could, you know, he could kind of be like a, uh, you know, a Vincent Company kind of, yeah. you know, player coach when he gets a little bit older and, you know, he starts losing some of his pace. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, for the, <laughs> for an unrealistic one, I mean, just have Ronaldo come back. <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. That'd be sick yeah. I mean, he could bring back some spirit of the club, you know. And he just he changes teams. I mean, he does completely. He just he just brings a spirit and a fire about him, and he just you know. Do Do you think part of that missing fire and passion is no fans? Because Old Trafford's usually rocking every single game, and now it's quiet. Do you think players aren't really used to that? Like long time, long time players. No, I don't think that's a problem actually, because you know, at the um, you know, after the end of lockdown, you know, we were doing well. We were doing really oh, well. That's true. That's they were true. Doing well. And and to be fair, they suck. They suck way. The yeah. fans were there. <laughs> <laughs> we were. This has been a couple of years of this, you know, happening. So good point. Yeah. All right, who do you think is City's ideal signing? Okay, so this season, you look yeah. at our results: three-one Wolves. Um, that should not have been a three-one game. Uh, we were lucky to get the goal at the end, so. Kind of yeah. really a 2-1. And then Wolves missed a lot of clear-cut, That's big true. chances. I mean, touches inside the box, all of that. I think Fernandinho's lost his legs a little bit, a little bit older. Definitely. So, I think ideally, I would want a CDM. You know, Rod- Rodri's, Rodri's solid. But you want uh, someone to play with Rodri or replace him? I, d- I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I, maybe Rodri moves up to center mid. And, and he's more of a defensively minded center mid who still pushes forward. I mean, I mean, he, he can I shoot outside that. the box pretty well, but I think my ideal signing is Kulabali. 
Oh yeah. Mm. Or or Ubicampa. Oh yeah, Ubicampa. I was about to say Manchester City's ideal. It, it, and it's a defender. They're unrealistic and realistic. Transfer <laughs> targets is the same thing. Yeah, I mean we have <laughs> the money to buy yeah. another it's player. It's whether I mean, they want to come or not. Yeah. I, I would like Sane back. I mean, Sane just gives you a different element to the game. Oh, that's true. He's nice on the ball. Pacey can cross well. Right. Something Sterling can't do. Sterling can't really cross the ball and he can't finish either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he I mean, just wraps it. I mean, Sterling had twenty goals last season, but he had one assist last season. Did he really have one assist? One assist last that's season. Kind of impressive. I mean, maybe two, but I mean, especially playing for a city, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. And, and then I mean, Jesus yeah. is a completely different player than Aguero. Aguero's not as pacey. Aguero is more physical, low to the ground, kind of. Ghosts inside into areas. Jesus is more kind of dribble in the box. I mean, they're both good in the air, but maybe a better center forward. Aguero definitely edges it in the air, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, and Owen, who's your ideal signing for Chelsea? Uh, I'll be honest here. I think I think we've got all the opponents that we need. <laughs> no way. You don't want another center back. You don't, you don't want a center back. Uh, Alright, right, yeah. yeah. right, so we broke the bank this transfer window. There's a ton of signings. Werner, Ziyech, Haber, Shaw, Mendy, Thiago Silva. It's all there. It's just going to take time for them to get to used to playing together. Uh, I'm sure we can figure out something with, I don't know, like, Therese James started off hot, but then he, like, fell off hard. I don't know. We definitely could use another, another center back, I think. But once... The gears get turned and everybody like used to playing together because there's people that have been there for like two weeks and they've just been training for two weeks. That's true. And so it's it's all they're all it's like a uh, it's like say say your rec league dispersed and <laughs> you had to find a new team and it's a new league and it's just a bunch of new people. That's that's what they're going through right now. It's like freshman year of high school soccer. And nobody knows each other, nobody knows how to play each other with each other. So this is a higher level. Not that freshman baby two soccer. Um, but I think that Honestly, I, think I agree with you, Owen. I, I, to an extent, I actually I get that. They've kind of they kind of signed everyone. I they you, they you definitely all the pieces are there. All the pieces. Someone just yeah, definitely all the pieces. Do, do Maybe you another hardest the person to do that. Or do well, he need, might he might be the one need, that's got to go. Honestly, or do they need a? Lampard's good, but he's not. He I don't I don't see him being like do an elite manager. Do if they can get Pochettino, that'd be sick. But player wise, I think they're honestly solid. Other I, than a center back, because Thiago Silva, Silva had a couple. But I don't major think, but he's, Yeah, but he's not. Yeah, he's not there to be a starter. I mean, he's also thirty. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's old too. He's old. He's. I mean, but it's not the first time you know a uh, an old center back stays. Yeah, that's some true. Of, some of them do well when they. Yeah, go it's in. not that he's old and can't do well. It's just he's not. It's he's, he's not. Know, he's not. Case yeah. in the Premier League. He's true, not there true, to be. True, he's true. not there to be a starter. He bring experience. It's just like he's got to. I, I think they all just need to just get more time in together. Like this next like few games is definitely still gonna be rough for them. Um, but I think like a third of the way through the season, that's when it's gonna really kick in and they're gonna start being a real threat. Um, if I could say my my most uh, necessary transfer that happened, uh, I think Mendy and Goal, uh, person I'm going for sure. Thank Eppa and all that. That's brought a lot more confidence to the back line back to the team just because they, they feel more comfortable uh, well I, I've only seen him play a little bit so I can't oh, yeah, but he made he made two saves in a game he did make it's two nice. saves in a game it's refreshing to see 
actually make a save. I forgot what it looked like. Um, Dude, it was one with his hands and one with his feet. I haven't seen uh, Kepa do either uh, of them <laughs> in so long. It's so nice. Like, I saw this one thing. Like, they crossed the ball and he caught it. And I thought that was... Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dude, Kepa starved Kepa, him. Kepa's... He starved Owen. Yeah. So, so... He's, he's brought... I think just the signing of a new keeper um, will bring more confidence to the entire team. Definitely. So, Josh, I do want to ask you a question. Okay. Do you think it's time to bring in Dean Henderson and go out with De Gea, a fresh new face and goal, maybe, you know, yeah. has a better link to Maguire. That's a, that's a good point. And, you know, Bissaka as well. It might be, it might be time to do that. I don't know. I'd probably wait out, you know, it's hard to say. Cause you know, part of me wants to, you know, wait out a couple more games, see how he does. But then again, you know, he's had his chance, you know, okay. he's, he's, you know, De Gea has been here, I don't know how many years been a long time so it might be I think it might be time to bring up I think so so what would be your ideal oh dude realistic or unrealistic my ideal signing he might break the bank here by the way no dude like realistic or I I honestly don't know what's realistic for Arsenal anymore I don't know the financial state of the club just give dude like Awar he was like the perfect creative midfielder signing it's realistic but dude did you hear about what happened in the transfer saga with that whole thing, his brother's his agent, and his brother demanded like a ten mil transfer fee, oh, no. and that's what couldn't get it over the edge. Cavani's agent, yeah. walked away when. Yeah, but that was a free as well. This was like that's a true. fifty million transfer, bah, yeah. and then he oh, was okay, like, yeah. on top of that, I need ten mil, and then. But, and yeah. that's not even counting the contract yet. Yeah, that that would have been my ideal. You think thing. January transfer window then. Maybe. I don't know. Dude, I feel like Real Madrid are going to pick him up. That's what's scary to me. Because they, they so need that. Like, he's like a perfect Modric replacement. Buar. Like just oh, hyper-type player. Modric, yeah, because he's kinda, getting kinda older. Yeah. Unrealistic for Arsenal? We just need a, like a good center back. Really? You don't want a better striker? You're thinking Kedia? Oh, a striker too? Ooh, if we could get like Zaha or something. Zaha oh, would Zaha. be sick. Uh, I think Zaha's more of a winger, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, like, but whenever he plays striker... I mean, yeah, but Aubameyang's on the left, so Aubameyang... Oh, you're top, right. Zaha yeah, you're right. Because right, they could right. both switch left-wing striker. Right. And Zaha's, like, that perfect player that can actually drop deep. Mm-hmm. Not, like, whatever Lacazette does. <laughs> <laughs> he drops deep and, like, twerks on defenders. <laughs> Zaha can actually, like, hold the ball and dribble. I think he'd be perfect for that, just to drop deep and play make. Drops teams, drops it low. Yeah. And drops it back. All right, well, that's all the time we have for our first episode. Um, if you guys have stuck through it this long, uh, please oh, yeah. subscribe, follow, everything. Good job. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>